very good striker, subbing and scoring goals in first four games. I think three goals or four goals already. So scoring machine in the middle of Vasile is the brain. Welcome to another edition of the No Choftes podcast. Now, this is a very special one because as you can see, I've got three guests with me. This is a preview of our match against Flora Tallinn, a club which I know nothing about. I'm sure you guys watching don't know too much about. I've got three experts. First of all, Trevor Elhi, professional footballer in Estonia. His club are top of the league at the moment, ahead of Flora Tallinn. Trevor, welcome to Shahidin. Hey, I'm doing good. Thanks for the invitation. And thanks for joining us. I know it's 10 o'clock in Estonia at the moment, so we're not going to take up too much of your time. You probably had training today or something. Yeah, in the morning. There you go. <laughs> He's waited all day to be on this podcast, so we, we appreciate your time there, Trevor. Thank you very much for joining us. And um, my guests here, I don't know how you're watching it, but at the moment they're below me. Brothers, Nate and Reese from the Estonian Football Podcast. Nate, I'm going to call you Nathan. I'm going to call you Nathan, sorry. I've got, I've, got, I've got a habit of calling my friends Nate that are Nathan, so sorry, my bad. But um, how are you guys doing? You good? Yeah, all good. Yeah, all bad, yeah. Thanks for joining us, man. Really appreciate it. So let, let, without further ado, let's talk about Flora Tallinn, um, a side who got knocked out of the Champions League qualifier, if I'm not mistaken, <coughs> same as us, lost to uh, uh, Legia Warsaw, who we beat last season in the, in the qualifiers. So, um, yeah, what what what... Do I need to know? As an Amonia support, what do I need to know about uh, Flora Tallinn? Anyone can start. I don't mind. Educate me, please. Uh, I'll, I'll go. Um, I, I, I like Flora, personally. Um, I think, sorry, Trevor, but I think they are the best side in Estonia. Um, they are currently unbeaten so far in the league. Do have two games in hand on Lavadia, and I think they will finish the season unbeaten. Um as far as Europe goes, um, they are getting better. They were only one game away last year from um, Europa League group stage, um, which would have been huge for Estonian football. Um, they did lose to Dynamo Zagreb, I think it was, which was obviously only one leg because of COVID. And, you know, so you could say disadvantaged a bit. Um, and they knocked us yeah. out of the Champions League, ironically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that they're slowly getting better in Europe. They've got the, the foundation of, of the players, you know, sapping up front, natural goal scorer, get goals. I thought they were very unlucky against Legion of Warsaw as well. Um, they, they could have easily come away with that with a win and, you know, pro- progress further in the Champions League. Brilliant. Reese, what you got? Yeah, I agree. I think. Um, there's just a few tweaks maybe needed for an Estonian team to get into a European group stage. Um, I think the Conference League is probably one of the best things that could have happened for countries like Estonia, uh, Cyprus. Um, it gives them a chance to compete in Europe. Um, uh, whoever wins this one, the guaranteed group stage for something, whether it is the Europa League or the Conference League. So I think Flora have got a really good chance especially now it's back to two legs. Uh, fans are allowed back in. So as you see in European games as well, whoever's the home team has a massive advantage. Um, so I think whoever can get the biggest lead at home 
if they can get a big win, I think they'll go on to win the tie. And I do fancy Flora. We had a look at some um, betting markets before we came on. And uh, Ammonia are clear favourites, um, which we thought was a little bit tight. Uh, we think Flora can definitely give them a good run for their money. Uh, they've, yeah, as we said, they've got a good spine. They've had some players that have played in Europe before um, for European teams. So they're not. I think a lot of people see Estonian teams and automatically write them off because they've never been in like European group stages before. But teams like Flora, even Lavadia, when they were unlucky against Dundalk, uh, they're not far away from getting there. I think it either this year might be a bit too much to ask. But next season, for sure, I think if Flora can keep their team together, they can definitely get into some group stage. Brilliant. So, Trevor, based on your experience playing against Flora, who are the players to look out for? What system should we expect to see? Uh, well, Flora has a very good striker, subbing and scoring goals in first four games, I think, three goals or four goals already. So scoring machine in the middle, Vasilev is the brain. Without him, I don't know how Flora will play without him, but but at the moment he's playing and he's like Estonian maestro. <laughs> I, I will add to that. His legs just don't stop. He's nearly 37 years old. And yeah, he's you, just, he's an engine. You can see like he's getting... Like he's not playing 90 minutes anymore, like with full power, you can see, but he's still like he's still the brain in Flora and in Estonia, also national team. And I can say, in uh, in defense line, Kusk is the leader right now. The other central defender, Pürk, I played with them both, I know them both very well, but. Kusk is Kusk right now is the leader in in Flora, and have, they have a really good team. Like they've been playing together for like three four years already, almost same team every year. That's why they they've been winning also. But I cannot I cannot agree with you about this year. That <laughs> there will be like very very close Lavadia Flora, but hopefully we will win. Well, let's see, this is it. Just for those viewing, Flora are the reigning champions and they're second in the table. Uh, and uh, Trevor plays for Levadia, the team that's top of the league, who are six points ahead. Um, I think Flora got two games in hand. So this is this is a very interesting conversation. We, we're deviating a little bit, but it's, it's interesting to know because, like I said, I'm, I don't know too much about the Estonian league. I've been to Tallinn. I went there for a day, actually, because I was on my way to, to Russia, to Moscow, and I took the train from Tallinn to Moscow. And that was... Some experience, but Tallinn's a beautiful city. Um, it's small, but it's it's very cozy as well. People are, are very friendly. They hear an English voice and they're like, "What's this? What's going on?" You know. Mm. But you know, it was, it was a very nice. It's got very good memories about the place. But um, in terms of Florida the football club, gentlemen, what, what can we expect from a system? Do they play a four-three-three, a four-four-two? Is it a four-two-three-one? Do you guys know? Um, it, it tends to vary. You know, they have um, Saffron tends to play up front by himself with um, Oyama and uh, Zenyov kind of on the wings. Um, and then you'll have uh, Vasilyev, um, Sumit, Poom, kind of there. So four, three, three kind of, maybe you could say. Four, three, three, usually. 
Poom, yeah. is that like Mott Poom? Is he, are they related? Mott Poom's son, yeah. Is his son? The Born in Derby. Derby. Yeah. Oh, wow. Born in Derby, yeah. Okay. All right, that he's makes really, sense, He's a really good player as well. I really like him. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay. So do they have many foreign players then? Because they sound like Estonian players that you've mentioned. Do they have any non-Estonians in the, in the squad, do you know? It's Laura, I think Flora's, Flora fully Estonian, I believe. Um, wow. I don't think they have any, yeah. Um, what I'd say about Flora is that they've got a really, really strong start in 11. Um, when it comes to rotation uh, in the league, when they do it against, say, the lesser teams, it's easy, more easier for them to do. But... Um, Maybe when it comes to European competition, if they need to rotate, it might be a bit more difficult for them because I'm not sure if they, if the quality on the bench is there for European football as it is in the league. Um, so if they do get some injuries of like Sapanen or Vasilev Vas- uh, goes, goes down injured, it might be a little bit difficult for them to replace them with the quality they need to progress. Understood. So, Trevor, you're you're a left back, is that correct? You play on the left hand side. Yeah, both sides. Both sides. So, when you played, have you played against the right side of of uh, Flora? Have you played against the right winger, the the right back? Not this year. No. I mean, the reason why I ask is because our probably our most dangerous player, believe it or not, is our left back, uh, Jan Lesiaks, Croatian. Uh, sorry, he's from Czech Republic, but he played in Croatia. Um, and he's he got last season got about 16 assists. He's got a fantastic left foot delivery in the box is brilliant, and a lot of our goals obviously come from that left hand side. Um, so what can we expect from Flora's right hand side? Are they strong on that side? Are they good defensively? Yeah, the right wing is, I think it's quite decent. They have, I think, Senov in front and uh, Lilander in defense, and they're like both good, aggressive, fast. Lilander is like really aggressive young boy. Zinio is like experienced, fast, maybe not not defending so well, but good player. Great stuff. And obviously the middle of the park is a is a strong area for Flora. We've got Jordi Gomez, who's at Wigan and Sunderland nice. and the thing at uh, Swansea. I think he was uh, he started in Barcelona's academy. And we've also got Gusolo, who's a young uh, central midfielder, he's 22, 23 years. I think, actually, I think he's 24, but he's had a, a very good two or three seasons. So they're effectively our two main guys, but we brought in Mick Stiskerud as well. Um, so again, American international, we've got the experience there. So in terms of a midfield battle, what should we as Omonia fans expect from, from uh, Flora? Are they going to be tenacious? Will they be uh, dropping off? Will they be pressing? I, I'd like to think um, it, the I wouldn't say they'd drop off. It would depend who will play, um, I guess. You know, Marcus Poom is, I'd say, more direct of a player. Um, same with Asiev. Um, You know, they can both pick a pass in behind the defence into Sapanin or down the wings. Um, well, I'd say uh, Martin Miller and Sumitz are more um, sitting back. I'd, I'd probably say it would be Poom and Vasiev sitting in there. So I'd, I'd, I'd think Flora would go for it with the midfield, um, trying to look for those killer balls and maybe hitting on the counter-attack to like Oyama or uh, Zenyov, something like that, be stepping in and 
that that might be the game plan. Okay, and uh, what about the the goalkeeper then? I don't know. Again, I don't know too much about him. Our goalkeeper won um, Player of the Season last year, Fabiano. He, in fact, he announced that they signed a new contract, and he had to spell up Porto. Uh, I think it was Fenerbahce as well. Uh, so he's a fairly experienced goalkeeper. What about what about the goalkeeper, uh, Flora? So he's. Um... I might get his name, uh, pronounce it one, uh, Egonen, Egonen. Um, Egonen. So, um, Egonen. Um, he had some time in uh, Norway with um, Lillestrup. Uh, uh, I really like him. I think he's good. But we mentioned in a podcast before when we were speaking, when we were talking about all the teams in Estonia, he tends, when we've watched him, he tends to flap a little bit when he's coming for a ball. So he's not, he doesn't seem as comfortable like claiming crosses or whatever from what we've seen of him. Um, but his shot stopping and his distribution, they, he, seem, he seems like a really steady goalie. You know, he must be doing something right because he's, you know, he had time in Norway with uh, Lederstrom. He's in the Estonian national team. Uh, it seems he's the second choice now from uh, the one from Arsenal, called uh, uh, Jacob uh, Hein. Um, but yeah, I think he's really good. But yeah, the only the only flaw from what I've seen from him personally is that when it comes with crosses or whatever, he tends to be a bit... Can't make up his mind whether to catch it, punch it. Um, so I hope I'm wrong. But from, yeah, what I've, what I've seen from him, that's, uh, that's my uh, opinion on him. But I still think in terms of shot stopping, he's pretty solid. He's also kept the... Um most clean sheets in the league this season as well. He's kept seven clean sheets um, in his this, this season, which is the most in the league. So he probably is one of the better goalkeepers in the league. Um, yeah, so pretty decent goalkeeper. Was it, the thing is, um, you know, we've, we've faced some pretty decent goalkeepers over the past couple of seasons, especially in Europe. We, got, we were lucky to be in the Europa League last season and, you know, we've faced PSV Eindhoven, we've faced, uh, faced Park Salonika, um, Granada, decent teams. But the problem that we had last season, I'd say, not just the inexperience in Europe, not the energy levels and the concentration, but I think we didn't take our chances. And at this level, be it, you know, Europa League, Champions League, you need to take your chances because you'll be punished. It's not as if in the in the domestic league in Cyprus we can create six or seven opportunities a game, and we might not score any of them. But we know second half we'll get another five or six. It's not like that in Europe. So against the likes of uh, Flora, who are gonna be a, a difficult side, you know we expect them to to sit back and try and hit us on the counter because a lot of teams do that against us, um, especially when we're the favourites going into these games. But then again, as I said, because this club is is fairly new to me, I don't know too much about them. You mentioned the, the danger men. So I'm thinking, wow, are they, are they going to be on the front foot against us? I don't know. This is going to be a very interesting one for me anyway. I, I will. So I said, they, they have um, faced Cyprus opposition before in 2018. Oh, yeah? Um, against, was it Apoel? Apoel, yeah. We don't yeah. talk about them. Yeah. <laughs> um, we Flora don't talk about actually, them. Flora actually beat them 2-0. Oh, really? Um, okay. Well, at, we can talk about home. that game if you want. <laughs> um, and then they, they got thumped 5 0 away from home. So, fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor, what kind of system should we expect then? Because the first leg is in Cyprus. I think it's a, it's a seven o'clock kickoff in Cyprus. It's still going to be about 30 degrees. Um, right now, during the day, it's about 40. So, it's going to be quite humid. 
What's the, what do you think the game plan is going to be? A 30 degree here at 7 p.m. Probably they they will start like easy, I think, because we've had like two months also like 30 degrees here, but it's not the same like in Cyprus, you know. They have to be like smart. They have to play smart, not to run too much. But uh, I really don't know. I probably they will fall back and wait for counterattacks because they have like really fast wingers and good striker. Well, this is it. I think that's the system that we're used to seeing play against us, and we te- we've tend to struggle against clubs that are very quick on the counter, a lot of pace. Because granted, our our fullbacks like to get forward. Shehu, Nigerian international, is very quick. Um, Lesiax, again, Czech Republic left back, very quick, but he gets forward quite a bit. So at least our two central defenders. And since Lufna left us to go back to Copenhagen, he's now at Videoton. We've got Adam Lang, who's a Hungarian international, and uh, Thomas Hubachan, who's for the Slovakian national team. But the thing is, Hubachan is 35, 36. Lang is 30, but he's obviously not as rapid or pacey as we'd like him to be. So I think that will be a problem for us. Um, but again, I think this is a kind of game where, as Trevor said, it's going to be very important for, for the players to conserve their energy because the humidity, the heat... It, 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 it will sap it. It will sap their energy out of them. So I think both teams are going to be very, very cautious. But can you guys tell me about this manager? Because I read somewhere that he's 34, 35 years old. Is that correct? Yeah. Head coach. Um, yeah, he's been there a few years. It's hard. I've I've tried doing some research on him before, but um, it's hard to find stuff about him. Um, if you go on Wikipedia and you search Jürgen Hen. It, put, it takes you to a bridge in the United States. So, <laughs> so it's hard to, unless you go on another look at transport. Yeah, but he's very young. Um, been there a few years. Obviously won league titles. Very, very attacking manager. So it's all good. Trevor, what do you know about him then, mate? Because as I said, 34 years old. I mean, let's be honest. It's not a new thing to have a young manager. Many clubs have young managers. But for him to be so successful at such a young age in that league, it must tell you something about how good he is. Yeah, I think he's like new school coach, you can say. Young coach, really like, I don't know. He, he's good with players. You can You can see that he's like, the players are mentally also like in good shape. They are trusting him and there's like harmony in Flora. I don't know why. I don't know how. Like already many years. And that's why they've been winning. And their coaching stuff, like the second coach, I played with him. He's 29 or 28. Head coach, 34. So like all the young guys, it's like different. Same in Levada right now, actually. We have also like quite young coaching stuff. But today we're talking about Flora. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, but I, I guess in Estonia, it's like, it's new thing. Many, many teams are getting younger coaches. Do you think that's because um, the nation, they're trying to develop players because they know 
that there are going to be clubs around Europe wanting to see these players and sign them. For example, maybe in Russia, maybe in in Romania, maybe in, in other countries in, in Eastern Europe, I look at these players and they think, wow, they're being developed by young coaches because they have a new mentality, as you said, a new way of thinking. Yeah, that's possible. They're, they're trying new new things. They're, they have a sports director who's like really professional guy. Maybe many people in Estonia doesn't like him, but he's really trying to do something new and I think it's right now maybe it's working <laughs> fair enough well look, um, one more question with regards to uh, their, their system you mentioned the goalkeeper it was uh, Reese. you think he might yeah. be a bit of a flappy goalkeeper what do you think their main weakness is do they have a main weakness that you think mm, I don't know if they face a, face a team with that kind of ability they'll destroy them um for me, I'd say I think they've got like a they've got a really good spine. Uh, so do you know what I mean so they got you know Sapin and uh, Vasilev, Kusk, and then Igunen in goal. Um, so that's like the main backbone for them. Um, maybe they've got the tendency to switch off late games. Um, I've noticed that for them, like in Estonian football in general, it seems late on in games is when a lot of goals occur. Um, so, yeah, I'd say maybe the last 15 minutes, if, say, it's nil-nil, um, Amonia might want to start, you know, peppering the goal with some shots because it might be the best time for him. Flora might be a bit tired. Um, I'm not sure how the intensity of Amonia are, or um, obviously Flora, their full-time team um, as well. But, tiredness can play an effect um, but yeah the, the tendency to switch off um, especially if Flora score first the five minutes after that is the perfect time for Amonia to attack them instead of trying to just regroup and get a feel for the ball if I was Amonia I'd go for it and just get the ball into the box because that would be the best time for them to score. Brilliant. Well, I will add to that, sorry. It's it's hard to pick a weakness, um, you know, for Flora when they're so dominant, you know, in the league. Um, you know, they don't concede many goals. They, they score a ton of goals. You could say, you know, they there was one a few weeks ago um, when they drew free all with um, Pida when they're 3-0 up and just imploded and crazy goals to concede as well it was so the concentration side of that you know maybe complacency is something to be aware of but it's, it's hard to pick a weakness of a team like Flora who literally dismantle opponents you know I don't want to sorry Trevor but they did beat Lavadia 4-2 this season you know who are the main competitors they're, they're a very good side and you know, it's just hard to find weaknesses. Do you remember what happened three days later? Yeah. <laughs> what happened? Tell me, tell me, tell me. What have I missed? Won the cup. Cup. Against All right. Final. <laughs> Fair enough. You know what? That's, that's a perfect response, isn't it? <laughs> and with that, with that, we we both bet really heavily on Flora to win that uh, because of the, the 4-2 win 
they did and then yeah, yeah. Savadia went and yeah, yeah. Oh, well. I, I even I even put on Twitter saying um on, on the podcast page saying I find it very hard to look past Flora for this game. Kiss of death there, mate. Kiss of death. You don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, Trevor, you know, I've got, I know we've only got a few more minutes because obviously it's quite late out there, but um, what what was the game plan going into the final or going into these matches against for, for you guys? Obviously, you, you've got your, your, your analyst, you've got the tactics, all that kind of stuff. What was the main... Uh, system that you felt we can get at them, we can really cause them problems? Uh, Levada is this year, Levada always playing with the same style. We have our own style, we don't change it. Even if it's against Flora, against Perno, Curesar, we, we play the same. We're just trying to keep the ball, be patient. That's it. We, we didn't prepare like any different different way against Flora. So it's just basically play your game and whatever happens, happens. I mean, I'm, I'm fully expecting us to start off the game in, in second gear. In fact, the first half an hour of the game, I don't see us playing with high intensity, but second half, 100%, because that's what we do. We, we conserve our energy and in the second half, we really go in there. But um, one more question for you guys from me, obviously, about the, the game. This is about the second leg. What should we expect going into that second leg at Flora Stadium? Like I said, I don't know much about the stadium. I don't know how many fans are going to be there. Is it going to be a hostile atmosphere? What should I expect? Um, I, when they played Frankfurt last season, they had, I think they had about 8,000 there. Um, so uh, COVID permitting, I'm not sure uh, quite what the restrictions are now uh, in Estonia for fans. Um, but yeah, I think if they can get close to eight thousand, I reckon they could get a good atmosphere going. Even when um, now there's three, four hundred people there, yeah. they um, they can get a good atmosphere going. And this, I'm not sure how big the stadium is about fifteen thousand. Fifteen. Um, so yeah, about fifteen thousand. So when there's like four, five hundred people there, they still get an atmosphere going. So I think Flora can start well. Um, the fans will get behind them regardless of what the first leg score was if they can get an early goal uh, Flora usually do score early um, they like to see a lot of the ball as well when they're playing at home it seems so yeah um, if they can get away with tomorrow with a draw I think going back to Tallinn I fully expect them to go on to I'm wouldn't be surprised if they go on to win it. There we go. Nathan? I agree, yeah. Even like you were saying, even the atmospheres now, especially in um, Parnu, small little beach stadium, a few hundred people there. They had, um, when Pida played there um, against Slask, um, packed out stadium, huge atmosphere. Um and um, I totally expect the same in, in Tallinn in, in, in a big stadium, more fans. Um, and I think Flora could get a decent result as well. Yeah, especially at home. Keep keep the score low. As long as they don't concede many. I know away go- uh, goals. Away goals are... Um, scrapped, aren't they? Yeah. Scrapped now, so that's huge. Um, well, you could say it's huge. It depends if the first leg's free all, doesn't it? <laughs> 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 but... Um, 
yeah, keep, keep the score low, um, try get a goal. And I think at home, yeah, I agree with, with Reese Flora. I think I, I would fancy Flora at home. Trevor, what's your take on this? What do you think is going to happen? Do you have a prediction? It depends what's going to happen tomorrow, I think, because tomorrow Flora will be for sure they're underdogs. So if they can keep like good score, like 0 0, 0 1 in Thailand, everything can happen. But if they lose first game big, I think it's over. But I think they will not let in too many goals because it's a good team. They played very well against Legia. There was a chance to go through this this game. Ref didn't give the penalty and Legia scored from counter-attack. So, unlucky. Everything can happen tomorrow. Absolutely. And uh, this is a, a very intriguing game for me, as I said, because prior to this, I didn't know too much about Flora. And it's been absolutely great to talk to all three, three of you. Thank you so much for joining us. And thank you, uh, Trevor, for, for jumping on. I know it's quite late out there. And, uh, you know, you professional footballers, you need your beauty sleep, you know? <laughs> we do too as well. Oh, you do as well. Okay. <laughs> so I, I need it more than anyone. Look at me for fuck's sake. Anyway, gentlemen, before I let you guys go, is there anything that you want to plug, any social media, anything you want to promote? Yeah, just follow us on Twitter, um, Estonian uh, FBP. Um listen to our podcasts uh, we're on Instagram as well same handle um, support's great obviously we've taken off in the I say taken off we've reached over 500 followers now which is obviously great for us we were only expecting about 10 or 20 so um, Rome wasn't doing the day mate yeah, just keep plugging just away yeah, keep yeah, away it's brilliant. Yeah. brilliant Trevor are you on any social media do you want to mention anything are you on Instagram anything like that I'm on Instagram but not, not too much. This time. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Wonderful. Well, look, that's it for another episode of the No Chocolates podcast. Like, subscribe, tell your nunna. It's going to be a difficult one tomorrow. It's going to be very, very difficult. But hey, listen, this is the part of this part and parcel of football. You can't play easy games. There's no such thing as an easy game. So until next time, Gobelia, bummish you like.